Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I'm excited today to welcome someone that is a dear friend of mine. Her name's Sandy. She's been a client of mine for a few years now in my hair business. And I guess, for lack of a better phrase, came out to her spiritually (laughs) a few months ago. And she was very excited and very interested in it. And she's been listening to our podcast. And when we put out there that Shayla and I were trying this new technique of dual linking and having both of us read for someone, she put her name in the bucket and we were we're so excited to have her. So welcome, Sandy. Yeah, Thank welcome. You. <laughs> Thank you for choosing me. I'm really excited about this opportunity. <clears throat> yes, we are too. So you have received a mediumship reading before, this I know. I have, yes. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. So what we're going to do today, as you're aware, we're both going to try to connect with your loved ones, possibly spirit guides, angels, whatever kind of um, messaging comes through. And hopefully you can validate some of that information for us today. Okay. Beautiful. Awesome. Before we get started, Shayla is going to guide us through one of her beautiful meditations. So let's begin. So I just invite you both to close your eyes, get comfortable in your seat. You can close your eyes or keep them open, whatever feels good. And just take a few deep breaths in, just connecting to your body and your own breaths. Imagining a beautiful white light at the top of your head and just feeling into that energy and allowing that energy to sweep all the way down your body, feeling it on your face, your shoulders, chest, your torso, just sweeping all the way down your legs. Just taking a moment to feel into that white light, just letting go of anything that's happened in your day or your week, just creating a clear space for us. Imagining that white light is now going beyond your aura, so beyond your body, beyond your room, beyond your city, beyond your state, beyond your country, and just sweeping all the way out. It's like a bubble of white light around you that spreads out into the universe, so just connecting into that source energy. So we're asking for messages today from Sandy's loved ones if they want to step forward, her angels, her guides, ancestors just bringing forth positivity and the highest intention and the highest love into this space and creating a sacred space for us to share energy today. Now imagining a beam of light connecting to one another, so triangle connecting to us. That's just allowing your energy to connect. Just taking a few more deep breaths in. Whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes if you have them closed. Okay. Shayla. Well, I will begin today. Sandy, I right away, I am feeling the energy of um, two separate people. 
what's really interesting is, and just full disclaimer, I have uh, facilitated a reading for you before. Mm-hmm. And, it, um, yeah. and it was interesting because something came through that I had forgotten about, but then I remembered after it came through again. I'm like, wait a minute, that was the same thing you showed me last time. Um, and I don't think last time we were able to place it. So um, I'm going to I'm going to bring that up again because it was shown to me again. I have a gentleman here, and this does feel like it would be the uh, the level of father, and he is bringing my attention to his shoes, and I'm seeing like the typical like the New Balance white like tennis shoes. It's like he just keeps pointing at these shoes, and so I and it, am I correct? Did that come up last time? It did come up last time. Okay, was. So was there, I, I don't know if maybe there's a story about, I don't know if you had bought him a pair of shoes or something, or maybe he's, I mean, shoes are on your feet, feet, you know, that can sometimes represent like travel and like moving. So I don't know if he's getting mm-hmm. around better now, or if it's a message about that. Um, did he have, would he have had an issue or something with his back um, Yes. towards the end? Would it have been, would it have started to overly curve or something? towards the end uh his entire life actually yes okay 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 um like scoliosis or something no no he had polio when he was four okay 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 so uh, yeah i maybe the shoes are just like i'm getting around better now even if he didn't um um do you have does that make any other kind of connection for you the shoes um no not really and he never wore white tennis shoes um you know he was a farmer so he always had you know work Work, shoes or work work shoes shoes okay Mm -hmm. okay yeah so i i don't know it's so interesting i and it was funny because i forgot that we had talked about that i don't remember a lot usually from the readings i do but it came through again i'm like why is he showing me his shoes i'm like i think he showed me his shoes last time so anyway i do also notice uh there is a female here this woman she, I, I want to say that she's, she's possibly an aunt of yours and she is coming through with brown hair. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is, is she's making, she's either referencing a time in her life when she was more middle-aged or maybe she did not, maybe she would have passed before she got to an old age. Does this, does this connect with anyone for you that you're aware of? Um, potentially, I'm not sure. I mean, okay, I mean- let me... I'll keep going and see if anything else connects. Something that she showed me was a, at first it looked almost like it was a shape of a flower, but more um, very, almost more geometric than like a real flower. And it was the color coral or orange. And then it was almost on the background of something that was maybe black. Um, I don't know if this was a pattern of something she had that mm-hmm. you're that you remember you would associate with this woman that I, I think I've got here. It feels like it would be aunt. Um, and I almost feel like maybe this is on mother's side. Um, and then I was also found myself in, I feel like I was in someone's kitchen again, this, I, I feel like this would have been her kitchen, but um, keep your mind open. It might've been someone else's. Um, and I was drawn to the cookie jars that were, or like the flower jars or whatever, um, the the canisters or containers that were on the um, kitchen counter. I don't know if that's something that whoever this person is, if that's a specific memory you have of theirs, or if maybe you own these items now, but the kitchen felt like it would have been 
a tighter kitchen. Maybe as a child, it didn't seem so small, but maybe as an adult, it just felt like it was a little more tighter quarters. And it felt like I could see into this backyard that was like kind of more of a long, narrow backyard that had, I feel like it did have maybe a privacy fence or like a a tall wood fence around it. This felt like it, it was maybe a little bit more urban of an area than more rural. Um, but I just, I felt like there was just kind of this emphasis on kind of this more longer narrowing um, feeling space. Does any of that? That the kitchen possibly. Yes. I, um, okay. I remember my, my, well, my grandmother always had cookies and we would always go into her kitchen and get cookies. Um, okay. And the brown hair is interesting because she died when she was 85 and her hair was still very dark brown and she, oh, she okay. wore that she never colored it. <laughs> okay. 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 That's interesting. So this, okay. So this might be your grandmother. That's funny. Um, Cause she, if, if this is your grandmother, it's interesting because she, um, she gave me more feeling of that. She would be like the level of an aunt. So then that makes me question mm-hmm. then. Was she a very youthful spirit? Like, did she? No, not no. really. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. She'd had a, a rough life raising kids on a farm and um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you know someone that would have lived in a more urban area that would have I'm had a similar home situation? Several aunts passed. I'm trying to think what the color coral and orange that you talked about. Um I don't know. I can't, okay. I can't really connect this to anything. Um, a backyard fence doesn't really connect either. No worries. No worries. I was also feeling like one of the women coming through, I, this may be grandmother, or maybe this is an aunt that we haven't placed yet. Um, I do feel like that, uh, she may, ha- did someone have uh, breast cancer or something related mm-hmm. to that? Did someone have, I, f- I felt like there would have been like a, a surgery, like a double mastectomy. Is there someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does that help place maybe who this this would be? Um. Well, my mom had cancer and passed okay. cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. Okay. And she had brown hair and had not grayed yet because she was still fairly she young. Younger, so this could be mm-hmm. your mother. Okay. Could be. Was your kitchen growing up when you did you grow up in a rural area or were you more in an urban area? I was on a farm. I, you were on a farm yeah, also. Very okay. rural. Yeah. And no fence. No fence. Just, okay. Yeah. Trees and okay. a big yard. Yep. Okay. Let's see here. I was also made aware of someone that smoked heavily, but I, I was getting a combination of cigarette and perfume, which now, again, um, I believe that came up last night with you. Um, yeah. Interesting. Wow. Um, okay. Give me something new, spirit. <laughs> or help me figure out how, who to connect those to. Yeah, or who this is. Okay. I'm getting like almost heavy floral perfume and it's almost too much. I'm almost feeling like the second you're in their presence, like that first instance, it's like, whoa. And then mm-hmm. um, you kind of get used to it. But then I'm also feeling like I'm almost getting lightheaded from it. So just, it feels like someone that was very heavy handed with the perfume. Let me see. I'm being shown the emblem. Did do you remember a specific car that had like it would have had an emblem on the on the hood of the car of whatever maker model it was? And maybe mm-hmm. it was almost something that had wings on it. 
Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Or something. Okay. Okay. Does that connect to an aunt or your mother or grandmother? Does that connect to a female that you would have on the other side? I had an aunt that had a, yes, had a fancier car and yes. Did she smoke? Would she have been the smoker in the perfume? Could be, could be. Okay. Yeah. She did smoke. Okay. And I don't recall the perfume, but probably to cover the smoke. I I don't recall. Yeah. Okay. 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 A couple things here. Did she have, I don't know if this is how she passed, but she's making me aware of some condition that might have been because of the smoking, but maybe that wasn't exactly what, how do I want to say that? She was bringing my awareness to my, to my chest, but I almost even wanted to say like my liver felt like I could almost feel like something in the liver. So it's almost like there was something that was probably a side effect of smoking that she, that caused an issue, but it maybe wasn't traditionally lung cancer that she passed from. Um, would that be her? She had ovarian cancer that she passed from. So ovarian had cancer. Okay. Pain in her uh, abdominal so region, lots of pain. Lower. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did, um, did she, were things maybe a little difficult for her in her family unit? Yes. Okay. Okay. Would there have been, I feel like this is maybe the husband, but I feel like maybe it lightly could blend to other people. I feel like there might've been some kind of substance misuse, maybe, maybe drink a little bit too much or, or it could have even, this could be, this could even be, I'm getting my symbol for an addictive behavior. So that doesn't always have to be substance related. Um, but it feels like something about this addictive behavior was causing a lot of what was happening, but it was also trying to mask it or trying to escape it. Or um, it, it feels like there there's definitely a connection with some kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? Some kind of addiction. I can't, I'm not coming up with a, a better way to put that. Does that, yes. that apply with this? this yes. Yeah, I think she had a drinking problem and I know that her husband, who she married very young, was an alcoholic and very abusive. Um, okay. okay. And they, I don't, I was, well, I wasn't born yet. Um, so I don't recall all of the details, but I know that, yeah, she had a rough life and okay. Um, okay. single parent raising her kids. And okay. back in the fifties, that wasn't, uh, wasn't so easy. I feel like I'm, I'm being drawn back to your father. Would they, were they related or no? It's his sister. It's mm-hmm. his sister. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's making more sense. There's some, there's like this message here about trying to, cause it's not, it's not connected to like the details I brought through of like any diseases she had or any addiction or anything, but there's, there's something about here about uh, some message here about lineage and about the way those kinds of things affect people and it kind of trickles down to generation after generation and i feel like there's this message of um you kind of breaking through some of that let me um and it feels like your dad's wanting to acknowledge that but it also feels like maybe there's something coming for you there's something you were trying to overcome or there's something you're trying to not overcome there's something you're trying to change or something you're trying to achieve for yourself. And it feels like, and I do know you personally, so I do know that, you know, your children have grown. Um, so it does feel like you are at a point where now you can kind of bring some more focus back on you and what you're doing. And 
it feels that when doing that, you, you might have to re-examine maybe some thoughts or ideas that you have learned or thought about yourself that were were learned just from things in your childhood or experiences you've had that are not they're not working for you anymore and they're actually holding you back from going the direction you want to go and it so it feels like with this this new moment you're going to have to start to really address some of those things and start to work out iron out some of those things because it it just feels like i'm getting a lot of it feels like there's just a lot that obviously like your aunt you weren't exposed to her but with a lot of family members maybe there was there just feels like there was a lot happening a lot of stuff happened with a lot of different people that you were around that did kind of trickle down i don't know if that's making sense i'm trying to be careful and trying to be clear how i <laughs> right how i um, share that no i there is a there is a uh, history of alcoholism and okay in my family um and my dad was again i was really young and he stopped drinking when i was probably 6 or 7 so i don't have a lot of memory of that um and I, to be honest, my drinking habits have not been great in the last couple of years since COVID and lots of, uh, you know, things happening in life. And it right. has become an easy crutch to kind of. Of course. For a lot of us. I, yeah. Yeah. He feels, feels like a pretty happy guy. I see a lot of yellow around him, which just kind of radiates kind of this like little bit of joy. Is that where like your little bright spark comes from? Would you say that kind of comes from your dad? Um, yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was a pretty happy, pretty happy guy. And you would, yeah. would not have known the hardships that he had. Um, he just was very outgoing, um, but yet a very soft spoken and, uh, generally happy happy person yeah and very kind he's very kind i was just gonna i just he just seems very gentle and very kind and whenever you talk about him like your voice changes i can hear the like the light coming through i can hear a lightness and a yeah oh he did he also have a brother that you're aware of mm -hmm. he did okay he's he's referencing his brother so i'm just going to try and feel in quick and see what he's going to say about the brother. This might not be him. I did get a reference earlier of twins. He was he wasn't a twin brother, was he? No. Is there he any was twins not. in your family? No. Okay. 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 What about your brother? Is his brother also crossed over? Yes. Okay. He has two brothers that have crossed. Okay. 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 Do you have a wedding coming up in the family at all? Or did or no. Was there one recently or something? In June, there was. Mm -hmm. Okay. I had an, a niece that got married. Is she at all related to one of those brothers? Um, uh, so her, her mom is my sister. So my dad would be, would have been her grandpa. Oh, okay. So it would have been a great uncle. Okay. It would have been a great uncle. So yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was interesting because they showed, they showed me you at a reception. Was there obviously probably not the great uncles, but, um, was there a table or something there of grandparents, like pictures or some any some kind of memorial? There was anything? not because it was it was held it was very casual. It was just a reception held out at a like a nature preserve kind of park. Okay, there's something about, and you're sure you don't have a wedding coming up in your family? 
<laughs> I mean, maybe. But, maybe I'm not aware yet, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, keep me posted because okay. we've had that. We've had that before. Your dad likes to show me things that are coming, so okay. um, maybe maybe keep um, maybe keep a note of that. And, uh-huh. uh, Writing it down. <laughs> I, I was shown. I was shown a table of um, okay. Would so I feel like this is going to be somehow related to your dad or his brothers somewhere in that lineage. Um, which could be a lot of people, I realize, but um, it feels like the wedding is going to be somehow connected to that part of your family. And I, I am being shown this like table of, I don't know if it's pictures or some some moment at the wedding that is just about those who are not able to be there. So I don't know if that is something they're going to have, or that is something maybe, I mean, obviously they would be honored to have that be there as a part of it, but that's what I'm being shown. So I'm just going to stick with that instead of trying to dissect it into something else. So, Okay. All right. I think I'm going to pull back a little bit and let, let Ms. Shayla take over. So awesome. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Peyton. So I definitely feel like I'm also connecting to your dad because all these things I have already written down because when I was getting ready beforehand, I started getting stuff and I was writing them down. So I do also have an older gentleman in spirit. He would have been in his 80s or later 80s when he passed. Um, he did have mobility issues. He's showing me like a walker, just having a hard time walking. And so like, I know you said about his spine and stuff. So that would make sense. This person, <laughs> I have written kind eyes. So like very kind eyes, very gentle, um, really has a strong connection to animals. I feel like even when they were little, I keep seeing squirrels running around and like a turkey. I just keep getting these like little random animals that he's taking care of and he's nurturing. He feels like he's almost like a doctor to these animals, like a vet in a sense. He also makes me feel like when he was little, like he was very sensitive and maybe that wasn't always reciprocated for that time that he was living in. It was a little bit hard for him because he was so nurturing. He has a very, very blue aura around him too. I know Pan said yellow. So like those are like the empathetic, very bright, like even a little bit eccentric colors kind of that that can be brought in with people. So he does feel very nurturing and kind. So I know you said he was, it it had farm life, but I am seeing him connecting to neighbors and like walking around. It felt like a little bit of a neighborhood when he was older. Did he settle in a neighborhood? He wasn't in the farm anymore. He, um, the last about year and a half before he passed, um, before he knew he was sick, he, he bought a house in one of the little, uh, towns near us and, um, was, yeah, I helped him pick out all new furniture. He was excited to have, you know, a brand new everything. Being on the farm for seven yeah. years. So, wow. Okay. So he's showing me like loving that neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure how mobile he was because like, he was showing me like having a hard time walking, but he really like had a sense of community and not just community. So he's really showing me that and the joy he had from that. And again, he just keeps showing me squirrels. I feel like he will send you squirrels or something because like these little squirrels are hopping around fences and he feels very interested in it. And he's like, this is when you see these squirrels. That's me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, so keep an eye for that because that's like a really strong one. He's showing me like little chipmunks as well. I don't know if this is something you would for sure know, but he's showing me like a reference to a pet turkey, like something he would have considered a friend um, growing up on the farm, but he felt this connection to a bird and it feels like a turkey. Okay. Um, that Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't recall any stories about that, but keep that in mind because he's showing me that, but it's just also showing me his level of empathy as well. He's also showing me a smaller dog with him as well in spirit. Mm -hmm. So before 
we came on the call when I was getting ready, I started hearing that song, You've Got to Break Free. I think it's by Queen Freddie Mercury. And I heard it in my head. <laughs> and then I turned on my Spotify playlist and there was a song that came on and it was I Have to Break Free or whatever, but it was in a different language. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> but there's a message in that. So Got to Break Free, because like, he keeps talking about that. That was something that um, he's talking about, but it doesn't feel like he's referencing it from his life. It feels like he's talking about your life when he says it. So there's this feeling of needing to break free from yourself almost. Like I feel like there's a little bit of a feeling on the inside. Like it's a little bit of a festering. There's also a message of you have to, or don't say yes when you really mean no. Otherwise it's like, oh, I can't just feel this anger festering. And you're somebody who can forgive, but you also don't forget things (laughs) as easily. So it's still kind of in you. So that can be a little bit of a hard thing. But your dad is just that it's like this feeling of, give me a second here. Okay, he's showing me these parallels of so much responsibility. So he's showing me his life a little bit. He has a lot of responsibility. He's always holding, he feels like he's holding the family together a lot. He has generations of responsibility put on him. Because Did he inherit the farm then? He bought it from his parents. Okay. Yeah. So he took on a lot of responsibilities. He's showing me the heaviness of that responsibility that can, can come in. He makes me feel like you feel some of that as well. The heaviness of carrying a lot of family responsibility. So, and he's showing me how, although he loved the farm, it felt so good to kind of disconnect from it. So he's again, showing me some parallels with you guys right now and kind of those feelings. So I, there's this feeling that you need to break free. Um, There's this message of needing to stand your ground in life. But it's interesting because it's more referencing yourself. So it's like, you know, when you give other people boundaries so that they don't kind of go into your energy, is that, but it's with yourself, which is kind of a confusing message, but it's almost like you've made these promises to yourself where you had these visions of what you wanted to do. And then you have not actually gone out to do them. And because you haven't done that, it's like, there's a lot of heaviness in you. So you have to take the steps to like get the ball rolling but you also have to know that you're good enough to do them because I feel like you've been in some positions in the past where you work so hard, but a lot of people undermine your work or don't appreciate you. And so that can have a lot of negative impact on like self-worth and stuff like that. So he's really just, he wants to remind you of how fabulous and fantastic you are and to keep your energy up because there's a lot of like pressure. I feel a lot of pressure in my chest with you where it's like, there's a lot of like you'll, have like higher highs and then suddenly it just really pushes you down. So there's just this need to go out and do things because it's like part of you not fulfilling your visions in life is what is really getting you stuck and sticky and making you feel not the best as well. And like he does bring up like the alcohol thing too. And like that's what like being said a coping mechanism that a lot of us have kind of been drawn to, but alcohol can have a little bit more of a lower vibration to it as well. So it can be really soothing in the moment. And then afterwards, it's just, you know, we might wake up and go, okay, like that doesn't, I don't feel any better kind of thing. And so he's just saying, if you do need help or to talk about that with somebody to reach out and not feel any shame towards it, because like Peyton said, there's a lot of like that family lineage too, where there is a lot of alcohol use and stuff like that. And a lot of times people who are really empathetic, um, and can feel other people's energy will oftentimes use alcohol to cope because you're just feeling to- too much and you're like, I need a break from this. And that's when that can kind of come in and see that, but it can 
sometimes be too much, right? So he just wants to encourage you to to seek out conversation with people and to share your feelings more with people as well um, so that you're not holding. Because I feel like you're holding a lot of stuff, like a lot of burdens. It cannot just be your own, right? So you have to share that. You have to allocate that out a little bit more and be heard. So he's saying like, talk therapy, <laughs> like just talking and so healing. So professional and also finding friends that you can converse with and, and share with that as well. That's been on my to-do list for about the last nine months, and it just keeps getting pushed up. Yeah. <laughs> so go do it. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the message here for sure. Okay, so I do have another person who came in as well. It's okay if it doesn't make sense, but just hold on to it. So I did get a woman in her mid to late 50s. She showed me that she would have had red hair. But it's kind of funny because you were talking about, we're talking about different hair colors too, with like gray almost, because she says like she would have had red hair at one point in her life, but then she kind of feels a little bit more gray or it would have faded out a little bit towards the end of her life. She's very pragmatic and very sensible um, with her choices. She's like a problem solver. She's a very hard worker. She feels like she would be like an assistant, administrative assistant or something like that. Like she has. She's just very good at getting things done. Does that make sense so far, what I'm saying with anybody? I, I'm not sure. The hair is throwing me, but some of the other pieces I can connect to. Okay. She does feel like she would have a long-term illness too. And it would have been like, she had a hard time letting go of the control of her life because she was always so organized and she was always the one who was delegating things to people. So I almost wonder if this is like still connecting to one of the other aunts who had cancer diagnosis and I know the red hair doesn't match um but there is something with it with the red hair for sure because that was a very strong point so I would say just hold on to it and it could make sense later on down the road like maybe she had a red wig or I don't know something like that where there would have been that connection I also keep getting like co-worker vibes what have you worked with somebody that would have had some of the similar things that I just talked about um not that has crossed okay my mother-in-law is, she was an admin assistant and she was very hardworking and very pragmatic and um, maybe everything else that you talked about that, you know, really described her personality. Okay. And she did pass. She was crossed over. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to feel into that a little bit more and see if they get any other evidence that we can try to pinpoint. What if she had two sons? Three. Three sons? Okay. She's showing me boys, love boys. She's showing me like this scene of Christmas and it being kind of chaotic, but she's also super organized with it to the point where she's maybe like overgiving in a sense. Would that make sense? Where she had always like a lot of gifts, maybe in excess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that okay. that was her. Yeah. Always making sure that everybody felt loved. Okay. I guess the phrase I'm hearing from her is that she loved momming. Like she just really enjoyed <laughs> that aspect of life and caring for her kids how many kids did she have total was it three or did she have seven seven okay <laughs> okay like so because like, i kept turning boys but then i was like no there's other girls too like there's like oh, there's a lot there were a lot okay and then did she have an illness that was a little bit longer no no uh, she had a um a stroke she had an aneurysm stroke and okay and lingered for but, a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like I'm connecting to maybe like a few different people here then as well. Sure. Um, 
her message is just that she really, really loves everybody. She also is showing a lot of sunflowers and like garden flowers. Just, I feel like a sunflower is kind of her sign for some of her kids. They make fine little like trinkets, like pins or bookmarks. And it's like the sunflower is very much her message to them. That's just like a little sign. I'm getting a phrase and I don't really know what it means. I think it might be a band or something, but sixpence the richer. I don't know if that makes any sense to you. Just write it down just in case. It sounds like a folk band, I think I remember from my childhood. So I don't, there might be something to do with like music with her in that regard. Okay. Um, What if somebody like other her, somebody close to her played a string instrument, like a fiddle or something close to that? Because I'm hearing a lot of like string. Not to her. Um, one of my dad's brothers played the guitar. Okay. This, this feels a little bit more like, mm-hmm. like I'm dancing. And <laughs> okay. Was she somebody who would have loved, like to dance? Like, was that something she ever went to the dances when she was younger? I think when she was younger. Yes. Okay. She's showing me like this joy of like dancing and connecting with people. She feels very like friendly. Like I do feel like a lot of people really did like her and respect her as well. Like she mm-hmm. was a, integral part of like the friend group and she's just she feels very missed um and her her friend group she's also showing me like that she would have still had really close connections with some women who all kind of raise their children together around the same time um so she does send them love as well and she does very much feel like she's still a part of the family like she always checks in she's very much a guardian for a lot of people like you said she has seven kids she has like so many grandkids now like just feels everything feels so spread out and she feels very proud that she was able to be a part of her family and she kind of looks and goes wow look at all these people that are were made from for me and my family and my love and all this stuff so she just is really cute (laughs) so she just sends so much love in that regard at this time i want to ask if there's anybody that you wanted to connect to that we couldn't tap into sometimes a name or photograph can help to kind of it going so yeah my mom is kind of who I was hoping for um I've I've sent my dad around me quite a bit but mm-hmm. I'm only once or twice and yeah um, and gone for about 30 years or more so okay so Peyton and I can just kind of see if we can get anything from that we'll just kind of tap in okay is that yeah what was her first name Helen Helen is there any connection to, this is going to be very random, either the name or maybe this was the name of a town or something like Alexandria or Alex something, or um, does that have any connection? No, not okay. I can think of. Do you have a dress or something of your mother's? I This doesn't feel necessarily, maybe it's wedding dress. It did not come up to me as a wedding dress. Do you have some a garment or something of hers that you've kept? The only thing I think I probably have would be her wedding dress that's in a trunk. Her we- okay, based her wedding dress. Was it not? Um, is there something blue about it? Is it either in a blue, um, in a blue bag or something, or does it? Is is there any blue connection with that wedding dress? Not that I can think of. Okay. okay. Honestly, it, I haven't. It came to me. And it, came to me and- it came to me as a blue. Um, I saw a blue dress, but I was I was being shown a dress of hers that okay. um it felt like you had so um when you were growing up with her did you find her a little bit harder to communicate with yes very much okay. so okay 
would a ring of hers been had been sold? I don't think it's been sold. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Her her wedding ring after she passed, my sisters um, split it apart. So one of them has the engagement ring, and one has the the wedding band piece. Mm, okay. Okay. There's a few things I'm getting. Does she ever have like migraines or like shaking in her body physically? No migraines that I know of, okay. and I don't think so. Okay. So I'll get like lots of just like random. I hear things a lot, like random phrases. So I'm getting she's saying like the quiet, the quiet, and also talking about mental health. Did she have? Did she struggle with mental health as well? She did. Yes. <laughs> because I feel like she's very like in her head in some ways. I also feel like she didn't know her self-worth. Like she didn't realize how smart she was or how talented she was or how beautiful she was. She really, really struggled with that. Mm-hmm. Would she have felt like she couldn't have spoken? Like, would she have paused? Before? Did she not say much or maybe felt like a pause? when? Yes, I, I think both of those are very accurate. She didn't know her self-worth and she was also had a very shy, quiet, reserved temperament. And, um, and yeah, it, she did not speak much. That's making a little more sense now. Do you have a symbol for her? Like something, I mean, I know you said you feel your dad around a lot and you were wanting to feel more of her. Is there something, but I'm, I'm going to go this direction. (laughs) I feel like she is going to make herself more known, but I feel like, um, she does she does. She is coming off very quiet. I don't think that means she's necessarily quiet in spirit. I think that's just her showing to us how she was when she was here. If she would have came very bolsterous and with a lot of information that might not have felt like your mom, if we would have mm-hmm. described her that way. Um, she is showing me a symbol that is something that I get a lot, but I'm gonna, I am gonna. I want to leave that open to you. And just if you start noticing something in a place where it shouldn't be or something and the first ping in your heart is your mom, I would I would go with that and then just keep feeling that. And then maybe if you see it again and you get that same kind of feeling, go with that. Because I, I do feel like she does want to reach out and she does want to communicate with you. But I feel like I feel like it's going to mean more if if you kind of discover what that is for yourself than than me sharing with you exactly the imagery I'm I'm getting. Um there's something with like a typewriter or do you have letters that she would have written? What is this? Um, I'm going to, I'll let Shayla, if Shayla has anything else, I'll let her go. I want to feel and figure out what that is a little bit more. So she does make me feel like she needed quiet, like quiet was her solace. Like she, I don't know if she would have gone into a room for a few days. She just needed silence for a little bit. Like she really, really needed it. She also feels like she was just really overstimulated by things. I do feel anxiety like i think that's probably where the shaking is coming from because i'm feeling that in my body it's funny because you mentioned the color blue and i saw blue too but it kind of felt like it was referencing she ever say i'm feeling blue like was that something that she would use no okay no there's something to do blue but sorry go ahead no you you just said um you know that that she needed quiet and that she would go into her room for a few days and um, that was very much what she would do. She was very depressed. And she, um, um, I haven't seen all of her medical records, but I think she had a diagnosis of bipolar. And um, so, yes, in her room for a few days was was a frequent occurrence growing okay. up. She does reference her childhood being really difficult. And it feels like that played 
a big part in, into it. She talks mm-hmm. about, there's a lot, but even just feeling like she said, uses the word like the patriarchy, like men in her life. Um, it was just very difficult to stand up for herself. She never felt like she could fully communicate. I also feel like she really did want to be a mom, but she just didn't realize how difficult everything would be. She would have also most likely experienced too, like postpartum depression or things like that, where just it was a lot for her. And so it was really, really hard for her to function. But she does want to say like, she really, really, really loves you guys. And she feels like she has no regrets in her life. Her passing feels a little bit sticky. Like I don't, it's like, I don't really, she doesn't want to talk about it really almost. Like it feels very, she's just the word confusing almost. I don't know if she was where she was in her state of mind during that time, but it feels kind of blurry to me. So it feels like she doesn't really want to to talk about that in a sense. Like she wants to leave that aspect of her life, not talk about it as much. She does feel really at peace. It's the peace and the quiet she needed. So she feels good. But it is interesting how she does feel hard to communicate with. Like it's really interesting. There's not a lot of fluidity within like her conversation. Do you have though a few core memories of her when she was doing really well? Because it feels like there's like a few sunshine moments in between everything like baking in the kitchen or something like, like there's just some connection with that and that she wants you to yeah. hold on to those memories because that was really her true essence it was really hard for her to be here on earth um it did feel very heavy for her as well like when she passed she felt ready to leave like that's the feeling that she's giving me like it felt like she needed to go kind of thing and do you have sisters as well i do yes i have three Okay. And one brother. Mother, okay. She really did her best in what she could do, like in what she was given and the resources she had, especially during that time. And she just wants you all to know that like any of the mental health issues she had, it wasn't a direct reflection of you children. It was just something that she had. And she really wants you to know that she loved you all very, very much, even through the difficult parts of life. Um but she, there is a strength in her too. Like she really strikes me. Like she had to really pull up her bootstraps essentially and like really put on a face sometimes just to get through life. I think something that she is talking about is like perseverance um, and to keep going. And that's a message for you too. Like keep going, keep going, like keep the ball going and don't be afraid to reach out. Like what we kind of talked about before, like she's saying that in her time, it was a lot harder and she's just saying, take advantage of all the things that are new in this world now where you can reach out and you can get help and and just to take she also says like take things one day at a time don't get overwhelmed because she felt a lot of overwhelm in her life so she's just saying like one step at a time um yeah so i think that's the one i'm getting from her but she does want you to know like she's doing really good she feels so much like her mind feels clear she feels so much lighter she doesn't have that heaviness she finally feels like she's seen um as well because she didn't feel seen, it felt like a lot of the time in her life. Wait, do you have anything else <laughs> that's coming? I think, you know, I think we'll, uh, I think that's probably a appropriate place to, to wrap it up for today. Thank you. And thank you for sharing this moment. And I just want to thank your loved ones for coming through as well. I hope that this experience was a good experience for you. <laughs> yes, it really was. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Sadie. Thank you, everyone, again for tuning in to another one of our readings that Shayla and I wanted to share with you. 
This one was with Sandy. She's been a client of mine for many years. And it was interesting. I Before this episode, I had done a in-person reading for Sandy where a lot of this information had came through that I was getting. And it, none of it was really clicking or making sense. And I, it, 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 to be honest, it, it was a very humbling reading for me because up until then, you know, this all had been working very, very, very well. And it, it can be tricky as a medium to when things don't click, you know, when, when the person you just want to make, you want to validate the things that you're seeing with this person and you want to, you want to do good by them and good by their loved ones. And so it can be tricky when navigating when things don't always click. But when she signed up to do this reading with Shayla and I, I was a little nervous, but also was kind of excited to see what more could come through. And I was excited to kind of have another chance to connect Sandy with the loved ones that she was hoping to connect with. As we were going through the reading and you heard in this episode, there were moments where I remembered things that had come through the reading I did with her from before, but had forgotten about until they came through again. So it was just so interesting to me that Spirit would show me the same thing again. One of those instances, so after we recorded this episode, as I said, Sandy's a client of mine. She had an appointment with me coming up just a few days after. And I was talking to her and I said, you know, the the shoes thing, I just, I can't get over it. I'm A, I'm just kind of shocked that it came, it came up twice. And B... I said, you know, he just keeps holding up his leg and showing me these shoes on his feet. And he just keeps, you know, he and I stood for her exactly how I was receiving it. And then it dawned on her and she said, well, Peyton, my dad, which she did share in this episode, but we didn't we didn't connect it all together. She goes, my dad had polio. And due to that, one of his legs was much smaller than the other. And so then it dawned on me, like spirit was showing me that he was showing me his leg, but I kept focusing on the shoe and I kept talking about the shoe. So to me, it was, it was kind of fascinating that I don't know, not that I need another validation that spirit is there working, but I was seeing something and it was showing something to me. I was just misinterpreting it. I was focusing on the shoe and it was more about my leg is fine. You know, my leg's doing better now. So I was glad that we were able to kind of bridge that connection and make that make sense for her because as she shared in this episode, she had connected with her father a lot. After we recorded, um, Sandy sent us a, a really beautiful email just thanking us again and that after it has been a few weeks now, even since I'm editing this episode and recording this, she said after, uh, thank you for the the reading that we did a couple weeks ago. She brings up uh, the topic I just spoke about with her dad having the chronic pain and having difficulty walking and that she also feels that that was that was him acknowledging that he's he's getting around just fine now like he had sneakers on he can he can move fast and then she also really wanted to touch on the point with Shayla being able to bring through a lot of validating messages about her mom as she shared in this episode the fact about her mom being in the room and then some of the struggles of growing up with a parent that struggles with mental health and some of the thoughts that that can give you as a child not maybe fully understanding what's happening and how to understand it and so as you as you all heard Shayla was able to answer some questions that Sandy said she had always had about um, what was going on and, you know, touching on her being so quiet and the anxiety and, and all of that. So thank you, Sandy, for validating with that for us. Again, thank you so much. This this episode was a little bit heavier. 
much. So I thank you, Sandy, for sharing your loved ones and sharing your life experience. You know, things, sometimes there are difficulties in the past that can come up in these readings. Um, and it is my intention, and I believe this was Shayla as well, that we're hoping that something through this can help maybe patch some of the cracks that were maybe made from the past. That is at least our hope and our intention. So I know with Sandy, you sharing this with the world, I know you're not the only one that has walked that path. And so I'm hoping that others out there will be able to get a little drop of healing from from this reading as well, because I'm sure it's going to it's going to touch many. So all right. Thank you so much, everyone, again, for listening and for your support. And we've been receiving tons of outreach from all of you uh, and support. So I just wanted to say thank you to keep up to date with new episodes that come out and anything further that we have coming up. Please follow us on Instagram at Soli Podcast. There you can find all of our links to where you can listen to our episodes and a link to email us if you have any questions or comments or thoughts about further episodes. So thank you, everyone, and we will see you next time. Hey, Soli listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 